Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. The National Basketball Association. The hosts would refer to it as the best league in sports. Bringing you the latest NBA news, updates, and opinions. It's time for Double Tech with Darrell H.B. Young and Christian Weaver. Welcome to Double Tech. I am Darrell H.B. Young. I am Christian Weaver. And it only seemed fitting to have Mystical bouncing back since we haven't done a show in like eight months. Yeah, it's been a long time. Dude, uh, what a great guy, Mystical. What a, what a good guy. Don't start off our show saying oh, such okay. lies. Like, that dude has his issues. You remember his his, uh, his line in uh, <laughs> <laughs> the Ludacris song? I, uh, how did, which one? I can't remember. Ladies want me to... Beep. No! I don't think they do. Not at all. I don't think they do. Apparently none of them do, yet for some reason he still does. I don't know if that's uh, legal. Pretty sure it's not. Yeah, for for reference, he's been put away for uh, some sexual charges. Quite a few times. Seems seems like every time you turn around, for real, this dude is in for the exact same thing. Anyway, this is a basketball podcast, so we'll move off of uh, talking about mystical. I blame you. That's that's how you started. Well, let's see. What has happened? Um... A lot has happened since we were last on, to be honest. It really has. The Nets are fantastic. The Nets are great. Hey, KD for MVP? Yes, no? Probably not? Maybe. Yeah, he's, he's Although, uh, there may be a guy down in Dallas and a guy in Denver that have a few things to say. Well, speaking of that guy in Dallas, man, I know we've said it often and we say it a lot, but uh, Luca's really good. Luca is... Really, really good. So, uh, do you have that stat line? Because from what I'm hearing, no one's ever done this before. That yeah. can't be accurate, it's is it? It's never been done in NBA history. Let's be honest. Wilt probably did it before they recorded a yeah. few things. But yeah. Yeah. that's um, the point. Yeah. He had 60 points, 21 rebounds, 10 assists last night, 47 minutes because it went overtime. That is quite efficient. Yeah. Jeez. 60 point. Now, uh, we saw the, uh, or we didn't see it, but we we both have seen it, the the shot descended into overtime. Insane. That was awesome in itself. Hit it off the front of the rim, got it back, threw it in. It basically worked out exactly how everybody wants it to work out, but it never, it never works, works out, out that, that way. way. Yes, like they always say, okay, get it off the rim, get the rebound, flick it up. It worked out perfectly. It bounced off just enough hands for him to get it back. Because usually you're looking for your big man to get it if you don't get it. But he got it back, flicked it up. Overtime, let's go. But yes, 60 points for Luca. Um, I always feel like we talk about how good he is, but Dallas is, you know, subpar a lot of the times. But you can't deny how good he is, man. It's, oh, he's great. He's he's unreal. Um, he really is. From the 240 mark in the fourth to the end of OT, seven minutes and 40 seconds. Yeah. He scored 19 points. Golly. That's awesome. Yeah. Dude, that, that's insane. NBA teams were 0 and 13,884 in the last 20 seasons when trailing by at least nine with 35 or fewer seconds remaining. Mavs won. Mavs won. Just so you know, that was uh, my alley oop, that stat that you just gave, because that is insane. Zero and how much again? 13,884. Yeah. Yeah. Um, My goodness. He had 61, 21, and 10 on 67% shooting. Dude. 
while also, you know, having the missed free throw and everything like that. It's one of the greatest regular season performances ever. I think if he continues to play how he's playing, regardless of how Dallas is, I think they may give him that MVP, dude. Yeah. Uh, Because it's getting to a point now where everybody's like, wow, Luka's insane, but he hasn't gotten one yet. Well, yeah, he's got a bunch of guys that were, you know, Uber Eats drivers, and (laughs) uh, they got him off Fiverr and stuff like that. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Playing basketball around him. Squad isn't really the best. Besides Christian Wood. Christian Wood's actually been really good. And you know what? They inserted him into the starting lineup, and they've been better. Isn't that weird hey. when you play your best players more minutes? What a concept. It's just strange. You, you think more coaches would do that, it seems. I think they've won uh, four in a row with really? starting. Well, let's just keep that same yeah, thing going. But strange. Yeah, I think, you know, with Dallas, if they can stay, you know, above just average, I think Luka may get that MVP. I want KD to get it, but I doubt KD is going to get it. No, KD too, probably won't. It's too many players that you're going to put above him right now. But just as far as how he's playing, he's great, and we'll get to them later as we're going through the standings. But go ahead. Yeah, right now the Mavericks are the sixth seed. I think that's good enough to get them an MVP probably. But they're only three game, or four games back in number one seed. So, I mean. That's crazy in itself. So they're competitive enough for him to win an MVP, and he's been insane this year. Uh, his game last night was sixth all time in the best regular season performances according to game score, which you know combines points, all the and, stuff. yeah, and turnovers and all that. You said uh, it was fourth, sixth, sixth. Yeah, Michael Jordan has the number one game score of all time. I'm sure Kobe was in the 69 was point game. Kobe Bryant 81 was two. Okay. Uh, Carl Malone, we don't talk about him, but he's third. But, there may have been some thirteen-year-olds in the front row. Oh gosh, where's the where's Randy's buzzer at? I need that buzzer. Wait, what did Carmelo score? I guess he had an he had a sixty-one point games and eight sixty-one points, eighteen rebounds. Okay, that game. I, I thought he had David uh, Thompson, Skywalker. Okay. had seventy-three. That was on the last game of the season, I believe. That's awesome. Him and George Gervin were trying to go back and forth for the uh, <laughs> scoring title. Neither one of those oh, games were televised. Man, I think George Gervin scored slightly more than David Thompson. To, to edge him out. Wow. But anyway, um, and then James Harden, with his 60-point triple-double, the first oh, yeah. person to ever do it a few years ago. Yeah. He is in fifth. Luka Doncic at sixth. And you know we saw Joel Embiid earlier this season have a great game. Oh, yeah. He had 59, 11, 8, and 7 blocks. That game is ninth all-time in game score. So Man. we have saw two top 10 regular season performances of all time pretty much this season. Dude, we, we talk about it a lot because, you know, we, we don't – we don't like to, you know, call it like old man radio. They're not old man radio, but you know how a lot of the old heads always talk about, well, we didn't do this, we didn't do that. Yeah, right. I feel like right now in this day and age, just from an athletic standpoint and the skill level of these players, dude, it's we're, we're watching the golden age of basketball. Right, now. that's the best way to put it, man. Is is much? Come on, I'm a '90s baby, so of course I love. You can the 90s. look at it through rose colored glasses, dude. whatever you want. The basketball today. Is better than it was in the nineties. I'm sorry. It's insane. Overall, like the ability we 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 always talk about. You know these players, uh, defense this, defense that. These players you can't stop. I don't care how good you no, are you defensively. Can, you can put you know Scottie Pippen on them or whatever from the nineties. They're not shutting them down. It's just not happening. Them. I mean, you can get physical with them, bumping them, bumping them around, but it doesn't matter because they're just that good. And it's crazy to watch too. It, it really is cuz it's like you can you can't do anything to stop these guys. That's that's the thing. Um 
that you know a bunch of old heads complain about is they don't play defense. No, they play defense. They do. Just the offense is so vastly better than it used to be. It really It's is. impossible to stop. And I love watching Luca because he's, you know, exactly what you're talking about. He's just a – you watch him play, and it's not like he's moving super fast. He's just so shifty and so smart, and he picks his spots, and he'll just eat you up for 30 quietly. It's, it's, it's not like he's just breaking a sweat real bad, just pummeling you. He's calmly giving you buckets. Yeah, what's he averaging, Mike? 31, 32? Something like that. Joel Embiid's actually leading the league in points per game, by the oh, way. Oh, so Joel is at the top? Yeah. I thought, uh, I knew Luka was at the top for a little bit, but um, yeah, man, I, I don't I, I don't know how you can you know, not watch what's going on now and we're, be in awe of these players. Yeah, we're watching some of the greatest players of all time play right now. Yes. Giannis. Jokic is in that conversation, to be honest. I mean, Ooh. he's a two-time MVP, and he's competing for another one. Um, no, Kevin Durant. Uh, Luka is going to be one of the greatest players of all time. That was a that was a guy, I've said it before. When I watched him as a rookie, I was like, no, that dude's probably a top-ten player of all time. Dude, it's, it's, so, it's something about it, man. The game just comes to him so easily. Hey, talking about players, LeBron, this guy's in his 20th He's season. amazing still. Dude. And Rob Polinka and Jeannie Buss should be. Put up on war crime charges for what they've done to that roster. I, I can't believe they've wasted LeBron James. I can't believe it. And he's playing. It's so funny, dude, because I remember whenever I guess it was we got LeBron. Was that 2017? Yeah, we they missed Le- the playoffs three times. We got uh, okay, so we got him, and I remember us getting him, and I was like, you know, this is good. We're gonna you know do some things with him. And I remember saying to myself, or not even to myself, but to everybody, you know, I don't want an old LeBron. I want LeBron to be able to, you know, play blah, blah, blah. This he still dude, can play. Oh, my gosh. If you would have told me in year 20, he would be playing like he's playing. My main concern, it wasn't the players around him. It was him, you know, getting older and not being able to do. Dude, our team sucks. And yeah. it's like you can't ask him to do anything else. Because oh man, every night I can't. There was a stat where it pretty much showed him after his shoe fell off in uh, that one game where he could have tied the game. Yeah. Um. But just showing how well he's been playing in all these losses. There, he has to put up thirty-five points for them to have even a chance. A chance. And even then, if they it, usually still lose. It, yeah. If no one steps up, if we don't have a a couple of miracle plays or somebody else, and you know, we we we've. We're better, but at the same time, we should be so much better than we are, without question. Uh, for Just for jokes, you know, the Thunder have a better record than the Lakers, and should that be the case? Yeah. It shouldn't be. Yeah. But back to our point, yeah, this is the golden age of basketball. You can debate a wall or whatever if you think <laughs> 70s, 80s, and 90s were better, but the the offense that we're seeing, the skill, the talent, is so much deeper than it ever has been, and it's not even close. Oh, I mean, no. you got guys that coming off the bench now that would have been probably all-stars back then, Dude, just to be honest. It's, um, it's insane. And I find myself constantly saying these kids today, talking about the players in the NBA, but, and it's giving them props, though, because they are ridiculous. And like, not even mention guys like Jason Tatum, who's in the MVP race and is great. Come on now. Damian Willard, who's been great for 10 years now. Um Man. James Harden news been great for a long time. Ja. Oh gosh. Don't get me started on Memphis. Yeah, what? the the league's just so deep and it feels like uh <laughs> maybe we should think about expanding the all-star teams. Woo! 
Because there's going to be guys that get left out that are, I mean, they're averaging like 25 points a game. They're great. I think, you know, it used to be you have a handful of snubs whenever, you know, the All-Stars yeah. come out. You'll have, like, complete lineups of snubs now. Like, right. so many players on both sides just like, man, they didn't make it, he didn't make it, he didn't make it. Well, but we had to pick this player that player. So it does kind of suck because... Like, even Tyrese Halberton for Indiana, he's going to be an all-star probably. It, yeah. And that, they're an afterthought almost, even though they've got a decent record. They're actually positive right now, but... Hey, don't tell uh, Wally Zerbiak that, man. Yeah, he's I, I don't know what he was thinking. What was like he Tyrese on? Herberton's better than he ever was. <laughs> oh, it's not, it's not even, even close. Yeah. <laughs> um, like for the Hawks, Trey Young, he should be an All Star. Yeah. Pascal Siakam for the Raptors should be an All Star. Uh, for the Wizards, Przingis has an argument. I know, I know, right? See, I, 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 I. So what is it right now? Is it how many players? I think it's twelve, isn't it's it? Twelve each side, twenty four. Yeah, right? maybe. Just expand it by one or two on both sides, because I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind fifteen, fifteen on each side. Yeah, that's, mean, that's not bad. That's, that's thirty players. Yeah, thirty top players. thirty players in the league. I don't think that's a problem. Now, I, I, I will say this: when you say it out loud, it does kind of sound like a lot. But whenever you have your lineups of who's getting voted on and picked, I don't think thirty is that many. And, and you know, the old heads would come out and be like, "Well, back in my day, you know, there's only." <laughs> 24 got selected, and it was the best players in the league. It's like, well, to be honest, after those 24, there wasn't many good players, good players left. left. <laughs> yeah, And I, also, uh, there were guys back then, B.J. Armstrong, that averaged 14 oh, points yeah. a game and were an all-star. Like, well, you didn't deserve to be an all-star. You, there just weren't enough good players to fill out. You do have the occasional person who maybe shouldn't have made it sneak That in. still happens occasionally, happen. but... Because the, the hype is behind him, I guess. But like Andrew Wiggins was an All Star starter last year. He was an All Star. He was an All Star. He had a great. He had a great season. Plus, it just kind of works. You know how it goes. It just kind of works out. Sometimes the you know players injuries may not play. They may relinquish their spot, and some may shift right. around. But I wouldn't mind fifteen on each side. Yeah, I think that's a good round number. We'd have to really look through, but I can name you know several All Stars just off the top of my head. Nikola Jokic. Is an all-star. Just going through these standings. Nikola Jokic is an all-star. John Morant, uh, SGA, Damian Willard. Zion. Zion. Maybe Brandon Ingram. Probably not. He's been hurt too much. Yeah, he's been hurt too um, much. Steph Curry. Yeah. Can't give it to him this time. Um, LeBron James. <laughs> Luka. Dude, it's insane. Devin Booker. Paul George. And I'm I'm just thinking off the top of my head. There's of course there's much more. Um, who is the Nuggets' second best player? Oh, Aaron Gordon has a conversation. To be honest, just off the strength of that dunk, he has a conversation. Yeah, but which, yes. which you know, I'm of the thought that if you compete a dunk, complete a dunk like that, shouldn't be an offensive foul. Well, it, it, I don't I don't care if they're set or not. <laughs> Dude said if you put forth the effort to put your body on the line, just like they did. You one up them because you're on offense. It, I mean, I don't think it was a charge anyway. I think it was still moving. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's yeah. I, I don't even think it should be an argument. I'm kind of with you on that because it's so, it's so it's such a bang bang play to where this guy lifted off. You're trying to see, you know, if this guy's moving at all, and you know they always give that little slight nudge. Oh, it's the last minute. Of course, he's nah. Yeah, I'm not calling and, that charge. And even for teams like Utah, who are you know. 
going to be falling down the standings probably. They have guys like Laurie Markin, and it's been an all-star so far this year. How crazy is that? Yeah, but some like some it seems like every team has like at least one player where you're where you're like, yeah, they could be an all star almost anyway. Yeah, well, not I, there's I, a few teams that don't. Well, it's Demar Derozan for the Bulls. The Bulls stink. The Bulls, he's an all star. Hey, well, hey, the Lakers stink. LeBron's an all star. That's obviously. true. Anthony Davis will be too if he's healthy. That's crazy. He ain't gonna. He's not gonna be healthy for one. Probably not. But yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not too upset with that. But but you know. These all-star selections can tie into, um, or maybe they don't. I think it's all NBA that actually ties into your uh, contract. Contract? Yeah. But I don't, I don't I, think it's an all-star. Well, yeah, I think you're right. All NBA teams actually does affect it. But, but still, it's it's a notable. That's it's what I'm notable. saying. Without question, it's notable. I mean, everybody wants to be an all-star just off the strength of saying, I mean, hey, I'm one of the best players in the league. Let's be honest. Back in the 70s when they were selecting this, they were selecting... Some guys that had no business being an all-star. That kind of goes without saying. This guy, this guy had. They a, got down to this fifteenth guy, and they're like, mm, "He's kind of good." Nah, come on, <laughs> he had a fifteen-point game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, go ahead and give him that all-star selection. Yeah, but all right. When we get back, we're gonna run through. The, I guess well, talking about the. I guess we can do the West first since we're talking right. about Dallas. So we'll run through the conferences real quick, see where everyone stands. It's been a long time, so a few changes may have happened. Lakers are still bad, but. Gosh, man. Hey, Thunder are looking good lately. Can't stand y'all. Can't stand y'all one bit. A lot of season left, though. We're about 30, what, about 33, 35 games yeah. into the season for each yeah. team. So, oh boy, man, season moving right along. Just like us. We'll be right back on Double Tech. Before this gets out of hand, no more distance, let's just stand. I'm for real, from the Neptunes, and I just want to let y'all know, I'm your push the world is about to feel something that they never felt before. Welcome back to Double Tech, HB, Mr. Weaver, all Neptunes coming back. Christian caught that early, two songs in, he already knew what I was doing, he caught the vibe pretty fast. <laughs> I'm trying to see, dude. Those uh, mystical Neptune's tracks were good. Oh man, they they were dropping easily the uh, highlights of mystical's career. Not to get back on mystical again. But. I, I, I was just about to say, <laughs> wait a second. Why are we talking about mystical again? Like, what what is happening? But you are correct. The the mystical Neptune phase was was hot. They had like three or four songs. Oh good. yeah, dangerous. Shake it fast for the kiddies out there. Uh, bouncing back, he had a, actually a couple songs that he didn't, didn't get released. What was the name of the song from the uh, Any Given Sunday soundtrack? I can't remember. Can't remember how it goes. I've seen the movie a couple yes. times, but I don't remember. You probably heard it in the movie too. But we, we, I'll tell you this much: we aren't starting next segment talking about mystical. <laughs> That's for sure. But we had to because Neptune was my fault. All right, man. Western Conference. We're talking about how good Luke is doing, but is he doing good enough to move up in the standings? You already said what position he's in. Yeah, he's in sixth. Yeah, but uh, number one, any surprise to you? They're, they're playing really well, Denver Nuggets, obviously. Um, they're playing really well right now. Do you think um, they can keep this going? Cause- uh, it's not a surprise to me because before the season, I predicted that they would be the number one seed in the West. So You had Nuggets number one? Yeah. So, so far... I can't remember. My prediction was good. They have um, Golden State them. <laughs> but I also did say that I thought like the top six, the top six or eight in the West would be separated by a very slim margin. 
You're not wrong so about far, that. That looks good too. Because I think I had the Grizzlies like seventh or something. And, yeah. you know, they're not far from being seventh. They're also not far from being first. First. Yeah, so. That's how it works. I mean, it really is just a few games between all these teams. That's another reason why if you get on a losing streak, it can be bad for you real quickly. So yeah. consistency Warriors is better the watch key. Out. Oh, my gosh. Let me get started. Yeah, right we'll now. talk about that in a bit. But, yeah, uh, yeah the Nuggets are amazing. Nikola Jokic is uh, – I mean, we're running out of superlatives to talk about him. He's, <laughs> he's, he's good. Yeah, he's really good. Uh, averaging 25 points, 11 rebounds, 9.5 assists, 1.5 steals. He leads them in points, rebounds, assists, and steals. Um, and he does it on good efficiency as well. 62% from the field, 34% from three, 80% from the free throw line. Um, and then you got Jamal Murray who has looked good recently. Oh, He's yeah. averaging 18 points per game on 44% and 36%. Aaron Gordon, not being talked about enough how good of a season he's having. Um, he's been their second-best player this year, I would say. Uh, averaging 17.5, 7 rebounds, 2 assists, almost a steal, almost a block, and he's doing it on 61% from the field and 39% from three. Dude, high percentage shots yeah, from Aaron Gordon. I'm loving it. Yeah, he's been really good. And Michael Porter Jr., he's been uh, – he recently returned i think he's played three games uh since he returned from his injury i How's think he, he looking he's looked good he had a 30 something last night i think he had 31 okay. um but he got injured like around thanksgiving time he just got back uh he's averaging 17 points on 47 percent from the field and 42 percent from three on seven attempts a game so See, that's amazing i think that's a good position for him to be in not to say expectations are low for him but he doesn't have to come in and and have to be as valuable as you know whenever we talked about this is his season to shine and then it yeah. didn't work out that way right now you got other players playing really well on your squad so yeah just get in where you fit in I, and help them keep winning i think this was an easy one to kind of predict because the nuggets were good even without michael Porter jr and yeah. jamal murray last year yes uh, solely because of nikola Jokic. if not they probably would have had like the top pick in the draft dude but uh, Nikola Jokic is so good, and you add those two guys to it. I mean, it was pretty easy to see that they'd be near the top in the West, at least. Oh, yeah. Um, then you got the Pelicans. They uh, are, co- of course, led by, I guess, Zion Williamson now? Yes. Is that his team now? I mean, we've always said it was going to be his eventually. It was just a matter of, you know, C.J. McCollum is the, the, the elder statesman on the squad. B. Yeah, it's not his team. Yeah, but it's not his team, obviously. It's but. either it's either Zion's or Bi's, and I'm I'm tending to lean towards Zion at you this point because he's to. playing. Yeah, you kind of have to lean towards Zion because yes. Um, Zion is averaging 25 points per game, seven rebounds, about five assists a game, one steal on 60 percent from the field. Uh, Bi, when he's available, is averaging 21 points, five rebounds, five assists. CJ McCollum is uh, playing a little better as of late. He was shooting below 30% or below 40% last time we talked, I believe. Yeah, he was shooting that bad one. Yeah. Um, CJ is averaging 19 points per game on 41% now and 37% from three on seven attempts a game. So that's a lot better. Uh, Valanchunas is a solid player, 14. Trey Murphy, solid player, 13. Herb Jones is a really good defender. He's averaging about 11 points a game. And then you got Jose Alvarado and. Warren Nance Jr. and a couple other guys. But, um, yeah, they're another team that I could see finishing with the number one seed. Then you follow them up with the Grizzlies, who uh, – <laughs> I'm not I'm not going to dog on the Grizzlies. No, nah, they're, they're good. But I, I mean, I don't, I don't really know what to say. They just got Desmond Bain back. 
Mr. Uh, short arms, T-Rex arms. <laughs> I can't really say anything. I got T-Rex arms too. Uh, but I'm also not tall, so it doesn't look as funny. Oh, uh, yeah. No, nah, the bigger um, you are, yeah, it does look a little strange when they come up to your waist. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Jaws averaging 27 points per game. Desmond's averaging about 22 points per game. Dylan Brooks is averaging 17 points per game, but he stinks. Uh, Speaking of stinks, uh, I'm glad that go. Uh, let me take that back. I shouldn't, I should, say, I'm, I shouldn't say that. Dylan Brooks stinks, but he's just not good at offense. Yeah, really. But but, but he the problem is he's not good at offense, but he thinks he's good at offense. Dude, and that's exactly what I was gonna say. The problem with Memphis is they're a young, athletic, good team, but they talk oh way yeah too much. They think they're the top dog. Yes, but they're probably not. They're not, and you can think it. Probably shouldn't say it all the time. I'm trying to see. I'm I'm trying to think of a good team to to compare them to, just as far as young talent. Uh, but just with the sometimes that confidence, there's a fine line between confident and cocky. Like, and it's like John Morant saying nobody in the, in the West. West. Yeah, nobody worries them, and Bro, then he loses to, to a Golden State. They're nine and ten in the nobody. West, by the way. They're nine and ten in the West. Oh, we good in the West though, Christian. We ain't worried about the West. We we got the West. I think they also lost to the Suns that didn't have Evan Booker. Oh yeah, they got cooked. <laughs> that, and see, that's what I'm saying, man. It's okay to be confident, but there's a fine line. Like you got to respect your opponents. And right now, to me, they're losing the respect because now they come in like they've you know won a couple of championships, and nobody's chasing Memphis. No, you know what I mean. No, no, they're they're not the they're not the bar. The, yeah, they're not the they haven't set the standard. Yeah, like oh, we got to catch up to Memphis. So for them to act like they are the current champions, yeah, that that leaves a bad taste in my mouth, man. It's also fair to say that they should have been ousted in in round one last year if the Minnesota Timberwolves weren't the lowest IQ team in the history of the NBA. They made a lot of mistakes and disappointed a lot of people, us included, because yeah, we kinda, they easily yeah. should have won that series, but they were. So stupid. Yeah. But. So played some of the stupidest basketball I've ever seen. Yeah, but they really anyway. Did, man. My goodness. Yeah, and we'll get to the Timberwolves in a bit, how how disappointing they are. <laughs> um, I was completely wrong about the Rudy Gobert trade. I was completely wrong. Well, but, I, I'm willing to admit. But see, that's the thing, though. I, I don't know if you were completely wrong. You were just like all of us. How can this not be fantastic? How can they not be good? Yeah. It's like this should work perfectly, but it's just not. Yeah. Like, can you pinpoint, like, what's the problem? (laughs) Because I'm trying to figure out. It's now Timberwolves have become that team that, why are y'all so bad? It's always that team that there's no way you should be losing games that you're losing or being as bad as you are. Minnesota's that team now, but they're number 11 and we're yeah. still at number four. So uh, next up, you got the Clippers who are playing a lot better as Whoa. of late. They're uh, two and a half gap games back of first, one, two in a row. Paul George has been good, 24 points per game, six rebounds, five assists. Kawhi Leonard has been really good as of late. Mm. Um, in his last 10, he's averaging 21 points per game, seven rebounds, four assists, 50% from the field, 33% from three, and... Uh, in his last five, he's had a 28-point-per-game, or point-game, a 31-point-game. So Kawhi's getting back to normal. And then you got guys like Norm Powell, Marcus Morris Sr., uh, Reggie Jackson, John Wall, a bunch did, of Ivica Zubac. Did you see the uh, Clippers' Instagram post saying Kawhi and Norm with the fan, and it was Drake? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, Drake said wintering or yes, something Yes, he like did. That. That's funny. Uh, trolling on another level. But, yeah, Kawhi um, is playing good. I, I hate to admit it, but he is because— 
he's he hasn't fell off yet. He just hasn't been playing. Right. So whenever he does play, and yeah, it took him a second to kind of get the 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 wheels back turning again. But yeah, Kawhi is still really good. The Suns are in fifth. They're twenty and fifteen. They've uh, they're four and six in their last ten. So it hasn't been amazing. But Devin Booker's also missed some time. Chris Paul is just coming back. Uh, Chris Paul is also close to getting an AARP card, so <laughs> that doesn't help. How um, much does Chris Paul have left on his contract? Two years, $30 million, I think. Two more? Two years with $30 million a year. I can't remember. I was talking to my nephew, and I couldn't remember if it was one or two. He signed a three-year, I think after next year, to be done. Okay. okay. I think okay. he signed three years, $30 million right. a year. Man. Um. So, uh, yeah, Devin Booker's averaging 27 points per game, five rebounds, six assists. I think we talked about him last time being in the MVP conversation. Mm-hmm. He won't win it, but he's nah. in that conversation. Uh, DeAndre Ayton's been pretty good as of late. Uh, actually, better without Chris Paul. I don't know if we talked about that last time. We did because we were trying to figure out exactly how does that work. Yeah. Like you think with, with Chris Paul, he spoon feeds everybody. So, how could that, how could you be better without him? But There's hey. something on the Suns that's just missing. I feel like they need to make a trade. And get something. I just don't know what it is. I was, that's what I'm saying. Like, what is, is it? Is it Pascal Siakam? Ooh. Could you trade uh, Cam Johnson, Landry Shamit, uh, maybe Dwayne Washington Jr. in a pick or something and get Pascal? That would be pretty nasty. I think I, I, contract wise, it probably didn't work out. You'd probably have to. But it would, something else. it would definitely be good for them on the floor. That would be nice to see that. Man, talking about making it easy for Chris Paul, that would be real easy. Uh, then you get at six. You got the Dallas Mavericks, who we talked about. It's the Luca show. Uh, <laughs> Christian Wood's actually been really good as of late. Uh, Christian Wood is good. <laughs> Nineteen points per game in his last ten. Nine rebounds. One point eight assists. One point eight blocks. Um, and then you got guys like Spencer Dinwiddie, who's been decent, or actually he's been pretty good this year. He's averaging seventeen points per game. On 46% from the field and 42% from three. Tim Hardaway Jr. is pretty solid. He's played, uh, I take back what I said. <laughs> well, especially then with he, if there was a little uh, lull at the beginning of the I, season. I take back what I said. Tim Hardaway is not bad. <laughs> he had a stretch where he did play well, but he's not. He's not. Uh, I do like Dorian Finney-Smith, though, and Maxi Kleba is okay at times. But the rest of the roster kind of stinks. <laughs> Actually, Josh Green's good. I take it back. Josh Green's good. <laughs> But that's it. That's it. Hey, Luca almost has no help. That's what I'm about to say. It's like we've already established. It's the Luca show. So. Wimbenyama would be in Dallas if Luca wasn't there. That's fair to say. <laughs> Dude, but oh, don't say that out loud because then something's gonna happen. There's no way they can get him, is there? Like, no. If Luca didn't exist, <laughs> they would have. The odds oh, to get the first overall. Pick. Nah, if if, yeah, if Luca didn't exist, they'd be that's down there with saying. Houston without question. Yeah. They're not very good with them. Uh, Sacramento Kings are uh, a sort of surprise, although I think I did pick them to finish seventh, and they are seventh right now. Did you? Um, I can't remember where I had them. I have no idea. Maybe maybe I had them. I think I actually had them lower in the plan. Maybe I had them ninth. Um, I know I had them lower. But uh, Damanis Sabonis is missing a few games because he had a thumb avulsion or something. He, he stuck his thumb into somebody's back on accident, and it pushed back into his mm, palm. That's fine. But, yeah. Um, De'Aaron Fox has been good. Sabonis has been really good as of late. In his last 10, he's averaging uh, 21, 16, and 7 on 64% from the field and 44% from three. And I dogged on him earlier this year because I think he worked with Lethal Shooter and he was shooting 9% from three. (laughs) He's now shooting 39% from three, so maybe Lethal Shooter worked. Does he? 
Maybe he does. Nah. The the results may vary. He's on everything though. He is. I had to like remove. What was it? I had to remove him from because it was like every basketball video. His comment will be first on mine because you know how it kind of <laughs> tailors to yeah. you. And like I would always see his comment on everything, and I'm like, dude, why is this popping up for me? Like, I don't. Uh, wanna, I don't understand it. Kevin Herger's been good. Malik Monk's been good. Harrison Barn. Blah 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 blah. Yeah, they got they got some good guys. Portland Trailblazers. Uh, Damian Lillard is the all time leading scorer in Trailblazers history now. How long has Damian been, uh, been with Portland? Years, has it been 11, 10 seasons? 11 years. Yep, because he passed up Clyde the Glide. Drexler. Clyde the Glide Drexler. Yes, sir. Um, is, it, is he it fair to say he's the greatest trailblazer of all time? I don't know how you can argue any other way. 11, 11 seasons. This 11 is seasons. his 11th. My God. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's between him and Drexler, but I think it's Dame. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Dame. That that's just me. I, I was a you know fan of Clyde the Glide just off the strength of his nickname, but no, nah, I'm, I'm. And going he down. also went to Houston and won a ring. Yeah, that's true. During that uh, gap in between where MJ had uh, retired, that was uh, the the Houston back to back. And you can say he was the second best shooting guard in the league and stuff during that time because Michael Jordan was obviously first. But I think I could be wrong. I think he was only averaging like twenty five and five. That sounds about right, but he definitely, like, that was the, I, I don't want to say Clyde was a poor man's MJ, but that's kind of how they presented it, like, trying to say he was the second best two guard. Yeah, in his two best seasons, back-to-back, he averaged 27 points, six rebounds, six assists, and 27 points, eight rebounds, six assists. Really great seasons. Yeah. But the rest of the seasons, he basically averaged, like, 20, 21 points per game. All right, well. Couldn't keep it up forever. You can say he's better at defense than Dame, but I think Dame's is just obviously better at offense. Yeah, he's better overall. Uh, Anthony Simons is good. Jeremy Grant's having a good season. Yusuf Nurkic made five threes the other night. Very strange. <laughs> um, then you got the Utah Jazz who are tumbling down a little bit. They've, they're five and five in their last gen, so they're kind of eh. I feel like we talked about eventually they were going to kind of come down to earth because they were playing insanely well. Yeah, I think they've played too well to yeah. where – they don't have a shot at getting like a top three pick at this point, mm. um, because there's teams like the Spurs and the Rockets who are just Man, well give, not give them time. They still got a long time. And also the Hornets and the Pistons are horrible. We'll get to that later. <laughs> um, but yeah, Laurie Markin's probably an all star, and that's really all there is to talk about. The Golden State Warriors. I had a worry last week that with Stephen Curry being out for a while, yeah, that the Lake that the Warriors were just going to bottom out, yeah, and that the basketball gods would award them with Victor Wimbanyama. And that would be enough to consider, for me to consider, stop watching basketball. I think you're fine. If they got Victor Wimbanyama, I would have to think about stop watching basketball. (laughs) It would not be fair. Uh, But But I don't think that's going to happen because they've won two in a row at this point. They're 17 and 18. And uh, unless they somehow get in the lottery and they get like a 1% chance and it hits, they're not going to get Victor. Dude. That would be crazy. That would be the worst thing in the history of basketball if they got Victor Wimbanyama. Yeah. I, I don't think they will either. I, I, I think the the stars would have to align too much for that to actually happen. Yeah. But uh, Jordan Poole, when he starts, I believe he averages 27 points versus when he comes off the bench, he averages 14 points. Maybe you should just start him because if he starts, he's like an all-star level player. Oh, without question. And I think, you know, he kind of was fitting into that role of being, you know, coming off the bench. But at the same time, he is – he is very valuable when he does start as far as giving you buckets and, you know, 
you kind of need that right now. No stuff. You kind of have no choice. So, and then we get to the most disappointing team in the league. We got the Minnesota Timberwolves, who are sixteen and eighteen, four and six in the last ten, lost three in a row. Anthony Edwards has actually been playing pretty well as of late. In his last ten, he's averaging forty-seven. Or not? No, he's not. He's shooting forty-seven percent from the field, forty-three percent from three, and averaging twenty-four, seven, and six. Um. Cat's been missing some games, obviously. D'Lo's actually been playing better as of late. Rudy Gobert is the issue. So is he just in the way? <laughs> it seems that way. Is he just like in it, the way and messing up the flow of the team? They are better when Nas Reed plays center than when Rudy Gobert plays center. So um, is Rudy Gobert it, who we thought he was? Maybe. <laughs> I think it's fair to say that he was good in Utah and it worked. Mm-hmm. But it's also fair to say that it was a bad trade and he's overpaid. I mean, two things can be right. Yeah, I don't see any reason why you can't say that because now it's it's definitely not you paying got off. him to protect the realm and improve your defense, and that hasn't happened. And they were subbing him out defensively the other <laughs> night, <laughs> not offensively, defensively, defensively. He was so bad. It's yeah. just like. This may go down as the worst trade in NBA history. I don't think it's it has that be chance. That bad. I don't it has think that chance. It will. It's, it's still they not traded the, five first round picks. They did trade a lot. They they did trade. If you a traded lot. three, it's like eh, okay, man. Okay. They that, traded five first round picks for him. See, uh, man, that is a lot. Do what? I don't know who they were bidding against. And at the time, I was like, okay, well, they're going to be really good in the next in the next few years. It'd be okay. Yeah. But now, oh it ain't my. looking like it. Dude, that's tough. That's that's really tough. Five? Five. It was that many? Jeez, I guess I forgot it was that many. Good gracious. Yeah, I I don't know what's going on in Minnesota, dude, because like if you give up that much and you're not you're really how do you get worse? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like you know in his last ten, he's averaging zero point seven blocks per game. Zero point seven. Zero point seven. Man. How is that possible for Rudy Gobert? Who used to average like three a game. Yeah. Defense. You know who has more blocks than him this season? <laughs> Probably a guard. Shea Gilgis Alexander. <laughs> I knew you were going to tell me that. Moving on, oh we got the gosh. OKC Thunder, and SGA is still amazing. He and, is. And he is an all-NBA player. Uh, he's averaging 30, 31.5 points per game, five rebounds, six assists, 1.7 steals, 1.1 blocks per game. I believe he's averaging more... Uh, steals and more points, maybe more blocks than Giannis Antetokounmpo. Wow. Um, he's doing that on 51% from the field, 35% from three, and 93% from the free throw line. Then you got Josh Giddy, who has been much improved lately, averaging 15 points, eight rebounds, six assists, and he's shooting 46% from the field, and his three-point percentage is up to 34%, which is awesome. Oh, wow. Uh, Jalen Williams... The uh, Santa Clara J.M. Williams has been really good as of late. He's averaging 11 points, uh, four rebounds, three assists. And I should mention Isaiah Joe for our Arkansas listeners. He's been really good as of late. In his last 10, he's averaging nine points per game, 44% from the field, 44% from three. So that's awesome. And then um, I want to mention Jalen Williams from Arkansas. Uh Yesterday in the G League, he had 21 points, 14 rebounds, 12 assists. Okay. So that's nice. Hey, that's real nice. And there you go, Jalen. 
then you got the Los Angeles Lakers, who we talked about. I mean, yeah, AD's out for the foreseeable future. Uh, LeBron James is amazing. The rest of your team sucks. Hey, hey. I shouldn't say that. Russ is actually pretty good. Off no, the Russ has been Austin playing Reeves well. is pretty decent. Uh, Thomas Bryant is okay sometimes. Um, the rest of your team sucks after that. We just, you know, with AD getting hurt, that was a that was a tough blow because he was playing so well with no regard I, for any injuries. I don't understand how then. you have LeBron playing at the level he is. You had AD playing at the level that he was, and you couldn't put anything around him to be successful. And all you needed was a few pieces. But but like I said, with the, with the injury to AD, what can you do? You, you can't Rob do anything Point, about what that. What was he cooking? I, just off the strength of name alone. It, it sounds like it would have been a decent team. You know what I mean? But just how things kind of worked out. The, the the Russ experiment starting wasn't working. And Patrick Beverly is the worst thing I've ever seen. <laughs> he's horrible. In life. Like, he's terrible. Like, it's so bad how bad he's playing right now. I don't, I don't even understand that. But it's just, you know, it just didn't work out. He was out. supposed to bring that dog to the team, man. Yeah, he was supposed to, but. Yeah, he's trash. That's doing no good for us right uh, now. <laughs> then you got the Spurs, who there's not really much notable to say about. They're 14, they're 11 and 23. They're in the Victor Wimbanyama sweepstakes. The Rockets, after them at 10 and 24, are the worst team in the West. They are also in the Victor Wimbanyama sweepstakes. Um, although they do have a few bright spots. Jalen Green, Kevin Porter Jr. are good. Alperin Shingun had a really good uh, game the other night. Jabari Smith Jr. is a. Uh, Disappointing rookie, I'd say. Uh, not riding him off or anything like that, but, but. he's uh, shooting 38% from the field and 34% from the field. No. He'll get there. He'll get there. Yeah. But he is who I thought he was. <laughs> All right, well, when we get back, we're going to run through the East. i tell you what, those Celtics are playing well. They are. There's a lot of teams playing well, but the Celtics are the uh, best team in the league so far. Mm, I don't like when you say that kind of stuff out loud. Kind of makes my stomach hurt, especially how bad we are. We'll be right back with Double Tech. All's my life I has to fight. All's my life I hard times like yeah, bad trips like yeah, Nazareth. I'm fed up, homie. You fed up, but if God got us, then. Welcome back to Double Tech, HB Mr. Weaver. Final show of 2022. Man, that's crazy to say. Really? Right. Is that right? Yep. Oh my gosh. I don't know how I feel about that, man. Did you see that uh, Rolling Stone named Kendrick Lamar the greatest uh, rapper of this generation? I have no problems with that. Yeah, they're right. I, I'm <laughs> thankful that they got it right. They did get it right. I, I'm, I'm it's the obvious choice, too. It should be, but you never know these days. You never know. Surprised they didn't put like Cardi B or something. See, unfortunately, some nonsense like that wouldn't have surprised me because it's like stuff that they consider to be, you know, great in this generation is not that good all the time. I feel like, you know, Kendrick and J. Cole and I mean even Drake I'm not the biggest fan but like we talk about all the time dude he's the real deal just as far as from a talent and you know hype standpoint Drake is for real so those but those guys are unicorns like you you got a whole bunch of garbage horses running around but people seem to love it but yeah shout out to Rolling Stone for actually getting it right man 
that's great. Like, I, I'm proud of them now. Now, now that you've said it, I, I'm really proud that they actually got it right. All right, we're in the Eastern Conference. Boston Celtics are leading the pack, playing very well this season. And, Kristen, didn't you pick them? Uh, did you have them finishing first? Or did you have the Bucks? I had the Bucks. I had the Bucks. Okay. I can't remember. I think I may have. I don't think I had the Nets. I don't think I had the Nets. I don't think you did either. But I can't remember who I had number one. Maybe you did have the Nets. Maybe I did. Maybe you did. I probably did you because, probably did. you know, I'm, I'm always riding that Kevin Durant train of him getting a MVP. But, yeah, I don't I don't think that's going to happen regardless of how well they're playing. All right, man, t- tell us something about um, Boston, man. Yeah, What's Boston, of course, they're led by probably the best duo in the league. They got Jason Tatum. They got Jalen Brown. Uh, Jason Tatum is averaging 31 points per game, eight rebounds, four assists, while Jalen Brown averages 27 points, seven rebounds, and three assists. Um, they both shoot, you know, high 40s from the field and uh, mid 30, mid 30s from the three point line. They're both really good, but of course, their their roster is filled out by Malcolm Brogdon, Marcus Smart, Derek White, Al Horford, Grant Williams, Robert Williams has returned. Um, even guys like Luke Cornett have uh, <laughs> oh, made an impact at some point. So uh, yeah, they got a good roster. And then you move; they're 25 and 10, by the way, five and five in their last 10, though. Hey, that. Fifty percent. That's all right, but dude, it's crazy. Who who's uh is it Orlando that's beating them twice? I think so. How crazy is that? Yeah, the Magic are eight and two in their last ten. Uh, spoiler warnings for later. I know we'll get to that in a little uh, bit. Then you got the Bucks, who are also five and five in the last ten. Have lost three straight, twenty two and eleven. Giannis is amazing. Thirty one points per game, eleven rebounds, five assists on fifty four percent from the field. Um, then you got Drew Holiday who's averaging 19 points. Brooke Lopez has been great, averaging 15 points on 51% and 40% from three. He averages uh, two and a half blocks per game. Bobby Portis has been good. Chris Middleton's still trying to work his way back from the injury. He hadn't quite been the player that he once was. Grayson Allen's been good at times. Javon Carter's been good at times. I like what I've seen from the rookie, Marjan Beauchamp. Yeah. Uh, he's looked pretty good at times, and I think him getting some run with Chris Middleton being out will be good for him in the long run. So. Uh, then you got Brooklyn Nets, who are pretty much the hottest team in the league. Hey, I think that's fair to say. I don't. I don't really know uh, exactly. I usually how don't judge teams by how they look, but uh, physically, yes. But yeah, they're pretty hot. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> but they really are, dude. Like for real, I, they're. You think they're attractive? They're beautiful, G- gorgeous. Even. They play beautiful basketball. They really do. We can say that. It's very, um, very nice to watch. I like the way Kyrie Irving walks away. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say something different. I, I like the way he dribbles and uh, scores. Hey. <laughs> I like the way he manipulates that ball. I knew you was going to say some ridiculousness. Anyway. But, but um, yes. I won't go too deep on that. But uh, Pause. Yeah. The Nets are third. They're 22-12. and 12, Nine and one in their last ten. They've won nine straight. Uh, in the month of December, they've only lost one time. Uh, Kevin Durant is averaging 30 points per game, six rebounds, five assists on 56% from the field, 37% from three, 92% from the free throw line. Kyrie Irving's has been great as of late, of course, too. 26 points per game, uh, five rebounds, five assists, uh, 49% from the field, and 36% from the three-point line. Doesn't the uh, Jewish thing seem so far away now? It's crazy. Cause I haven't, there has been no, no controversy from the Nets since Steve Nash got fired, right? And you know what's crazy? 
all they're doing is playing ball and playing right. well. There is no outside interference bothering them. Is that a reason they're nine wins in? Maybe. Possibly so. It seems that way. No distractions. Dude, when you they're minimize the amount of drama on the outside and you just focus. Like, hey, see, I know you dog on Katie a lot because, I mean, a lot of things happen. A lot of things transpired, even though he's still one of your favorites. You know, you can't say it. Right. Uh, <laughs> uh he is real when he says, I just want to play ball. Like That's the only thing he cares about. That's all he cares about. And when that's the only focus, it's fantastic yeah. because he's wonderful on the court. I respect KD because he legitimately only cares about playing basketball. <laughs> he really he does. doesn't have a wife. He doesn't have kids. He plays basketball. Hey, he, I respect that. Uh, Nicholas Claxton has been good, too. He's averaging 12 points, eight rebounds, two and a half blocks almost. I like TJ Warren. He's been good off the bench for them. Uh, in the last 10, he's averaging uh, 10 points per game, 57% from the field, 44% from three. Him off the bench, it, it moves me. It moves you? It moves me. Hey, moves the Nets, too, because they're doing well. Uh, Royce O'Neal's been good. Seth Curry has been good. Uh, Joe Harris has been pretty good. Utah Watanabe, we should uh, highlight him. Say that one more time. Utah Watanabe. That's nice. The uh, There's two Japanese players in the league. He's one of them. He's one of them, yeah. As it stands right now, who do you fear most, the Nets or the Celtics? Nah, you still got to go Celtics. I don't right? know, man. I mean, it's maybe, possibly, but I'm sorry. There's I, more I, sustained success there. I guess so. I guess. Uh, I'll do y'all for me a thought. Where are we going? Anyway, I should talk about Yuta Watanabe for a second. He's averaging eight points on 57% from the field, and he is shooting 54% from three this year. That's the ticket. Yeah, I think on corner threes, he's shooting like. 60 percent oh it's something, something like insane. That. Yeah. yeah it's something crazy i've seen uh i always gotta highlight anything japanese because i just like japanese things yes hey i'm not mad at you but um <laughs> him and rui hachimura are the only japanese players in the league yeah, by I, the way that's what i cut you off on yes you and uh i think rui hachimura was the second ever japanese player i could be wrong really because back in the day the lakers had one <sighs> he didn't play really but uh i know the kid's name i can't remember what's his name I can't remember. Ah, uh, I know because I can see him. He was on like the 08 mm-hmm. through. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. What's the kid's name? I can't remember. He's a legend in Japan, by the way. I can't remember. Which I is just awesome. can't remember his name. But uh, Ben Simmons has been pretty good, too. I should highlight him a little bit, too. Please. Eight points per game. Meh. Seven <laughs> rebounds, seven assists. There you go. Two steals. 61% from the field. He He's a good player. Get those eight points up to about 14. Yeah, yeah. Then you're looking. Yeah. Really good. 14, 7, and 8. Yeah. Then, then, he yeah. does lead them in assists, by the way. And well, he should. So, that's good. Then we move on to the Cleveland Cavaliers, who are, I think, I can, we should have did like a, we'll do it next show, uh, like a labeling of teams, like contender, Pretender. playoff team, uh, lottery team, or something yeah. like that. I like that. We'll do yeah. that next show. Just go through and just give but, them a uh, yeah, it's fine. I think that they're kind of going with the theme of the league being so deep and it being better than it ever has been. There's just a lot of teams that you could argue are a contender this year. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cavaliers are arguably one of them. Uh, 22 and 22 and 13. Just three games back of first. Uh, Donovan Mitchell is averaging 29 points per game. Darius Garland, 22 points per game. They are uh, They're pretty good. Yeah. And then you got the Philadelphia 76ers, another team I would consider a contender. Dude, everybody. That that top in the East is nice. Yeah, Joel Embiid is averaging 34 points per game, 10 rebounds, 4 assists, 
and he is shooting 53% from the field and 34% from three. It's just, I don't know how you stop a player like that. You can't. You really can't. Like, what, like there's no way you can really stop Joel. Yeah, because like, he used to be, um, you know, you'd have to stop somebody in the post. Yeah. They weren't going to step out step out and hit the three on you. Yep. Like, used to be. Yeah, like they are. But. <laughs> yeah, it's not the case anymore. Uh, James Harden has been really, really good as of late. On I would a tear, say. as some yeah. would say. Uh, in his last three games, I'll just highlight the last three, 26 points per game. Or 26 points, 13 assists, 29 points, 13 assists, 20 points, 11 rebounds, 21 assists. Nice. So uh, in his last 10, he's averaging 22 points and 12 assists. And in the midst of all this, then the rumor comes out that he says, yeah, I'll play back in Houston. Yeah. He said there's rumor, nothing to yeah. that. Yeah. So I, I would like to know where that even came from if it didn't come from him. I saw like Bill Simmons or something saying the Rockets should say no thanks. It's like, Why? You're not trading anything. You're just signing them. Like, why would you say no thanks? See, I don't know if you would say no thanks or not because it just makes sense. Like you, you said, know, you're not trading them. You're not losing anything. You know how big of like a, uh, like a forty chess move that would be. Like you traded him <laughs> away and got all those picks and stuff, and then you just get got him back. back. Oh man, yeah, that would be pretty nasty, especially when you put it like that. Yeah. Uh, should note that the 76ers are 20 and 13, fifth in the East, and they haven't had Tyrese Maxey in a while. So they're looking to get him back here soon, and okay. they they would be even better with him, of course. The Knicks, uh, they at one point last week, I think they were on a seven game win streak, and now they've lost four in a row, but they are sixth in the East at 18 and 17. Uh, they, of course, were on the wrong side of Luca last night. Oh boy. They lost that game. <laughs> but Julius Randle. Jalen Brunson, R.J. Barrett have been playing better as of late. Uh, I feel like, you know, the Knicks, even though they are on that little losing streak, Knicks fans are still pretty confident because they they do look better than they have in a while, just from game to game. Yeah, they do. You got the Pacers, who, of course, have Tyrese Halberton, who I've already noted as an all-star. 21 points per game for him, four rebounds, 10 assists. 1.8, 1.7 steals. He's shooting 48% from the field and 40% from three. He's really good. Buddy Hill's been really good this year. Benedict Matherin's been a pretty good rookie, and Miles Turner's also been good this year. Um, Yeah, they're much better than I expected. I thought that they'd be the worst team in the East. Oh, yeah, you did have them uh, pretty low. I think I may have had them as the worst team in the East. I think you had them pretty close. If not, they they were pretty close. I think I... You did? Yeah, I think I had them 15th, (laughs) so I was wrong. Um... Eighth, you got the Heat. They are what they are. Five hundred. Yep, that's that fits them. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they're amazing. I don't think they're bad necessarily. Hey. Five hundred. Well, let's go the same way for the Hawks since they're the exact same. Both teams seventeen and seventeen. Um. Then you got the Hawks. Yeah, who are seventeen seventeen? Like you just said, a lot of rumors about them. Reportedly, Trey's beefing with the head coach, and he really? could ask for a trade, and blah 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 blah. Wow. Uh, so we'll see on that. They're okay. The record is what they is what it is. The Raptors are a team that I could see possibly like tearing it down. I think that they possibly should. You think it's time. Yeah, I think that you could get. <laughs> I think that you could get. Sorry, somebody's messaging me. No, you're good. You're but, fine. Uh, you're fine. I think that you could get something decent for 
OG Ananobi, Pascal Siakam, Fred Van Vliet. You could get a good return from that. And you already you already got Scotty Barnes, who's a good young player. You'd have Gary Trent Jr., who's pretty young still, uh, Christian Coloco, and a few other guys. Then you just add some picks on top of that, of course. But that's enough on the Raptors. We'll move on. <laughs> uh, then you got the Bulls, who are another team I think should tear it down. 14-19, and 5-5 five and five in their last 10. I think that you could get a decent return for DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine, maybe Alex Caruso and a few other guys. Uh, hey, they got a lot of pieces. Yeah, I'm not sure though. that they really have anybody on their team that's like great young talent. Yeah. In terms of like all star potential, I don't think they have a single person on their on their team that's young and has all star potential. Dang, that's tough. <laughs> but, <laughs> but but I mean, the crazy thing is, you say that and you're not wrong. So like, uh, unfortunately for them, really, you just need to get a bunch of picks and hit on them. But mm. you know, their track record is record isn't too great. The Vucevic trade was, in hindsight, yeah, horrible. Well, because you traded Wendell Carter Jr. for him and a couple of picks. One of them's going to be a lottery pick this year because, well, you stink. Um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And Wendell Carter Jr. It appears is better than Vucevic now. Wow. So yeah, you messed up. Yeah, that's tough. Uh, this Rudy Gobert and Vucevic trade has kind of leaned me towards thinking maybe you shouldn't trade for centers. You think so? Maybe not. But I don't know, man. I just, I don't think we thought the Rudy Gobert thing would be as bad as it is. But it is. It so is. So far. Amazingly, it is. So far. <laughs> uh, Wizards, 14 and 21, 3 and 7. Not really much to say. They kind of are what we thought they were, as yeah. uh, Dennis Green once said. <laughs> 13, you got the Magic, who are 8 and 2 in their last 10, 13 and 22. Sniffing the play-in just a few games back. Two games back of the play-in, I think. What two is, and a half. What is going on in Orlando? Uh... They got it. They got an interesting team. I mean, Paul Benchero is also, or obviously, rookie of the year. You got some good pieces over there. Hey, we said they were entertaining, so they haven't stopped that. Yeah, Hornets stink. They're horrible. I don't understand what they're doing. Nine and twenty-six, two and eight in their last ten. MJ needs to stop messing around and probably get some talent <laughs> around Lamelo before he wants to leave. Yeah, he's gonna want to leave. Um, <laughs> this is just gonna I don't go understand their direction either because, okay, so. Two years ago, they drafted Kai Jones and they drafted JT Thor. That was two years ago? Yeah. Well, year and well, yeah, a half, half yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But, but still, it doesn't seem like that long ago. So like, they drafted crazy. those guys and they basically refused to play them. <laughs> like, they're getting some minutes here and there, but, but like, your team stinks. And they drafted Mark Williams this year. He's a center, which they need. They need a center. Yeah. All these guys are big men. Um, and they just don't play him. Like, yeah. he's just now starting to play. Like, why don't you get them actual NBA minutes when you're 9 and 26 and you stink? Yeah. Why don't I, you give the young guys minutes? I don't understand the logic behind that, especially, like you said, it's, it's the young guys that you brought in. Why you, aren't you using you them? You brought them in to develop them. To, I, don't, I, I just don't understand what you're doing. But, you know, that's a team where I can definitively look at and say I would have ran them better in the last 10 years. Strong possibility, yes. but Because, you know what? They've hit on two picks since, like, 20, 2010. Kimball Walker, Wemo Ball. Yep, that's it. Can you name any other Hornets player? Oh, I have no idea. Like, that's crazy. They they selected Michael Kid Gilchrist at, like, second or third overall, and they selected Cody Zeller in the <laughs> lottery. It's just, yeah. it's just bad. It's kind of tough out there. Uh, and then you got the Pistons, who are 8-28. Kate Cunningham's out for the year. There's really not much to say. Yeah, 
I hate it for Kate Cunningham though. Yeah, I, I really, I really like Jalen Duran though. Yeah. He's showing out. Okay. Recently. Good big man. All right. Well, this dude Christian got the love jamming in the background. What is going good on song. with you? <laughs> I was kind of thrown off. I'm like, wait a second, what is jamming back here? I'm, I'm tripping. But yeah, Detroit. It's gonna be kind of rough down there. So, uh, who do you take, Detroit or Houston, right now? Who's a better team? Yes, uh, Houston. I'm thinking so too. Yeah, that's tough. Tough for both teams. Well, when we get back, I had a good one. It's almost playing off. I don't want to say it's similar to what. Well, we'll just see when we get there. I think you'll do pretty good on this one. Maybe. Not not to say I made it easier because I really didn't. But yeah, you'll see what I'm talking about. We'll be right back on Double Take. Welcome back to Double Tech. HB, Mr. Weaver. Final segment of the final show of 2022. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Hope you've been enjoying us and enjoying the NBA season. Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, our website. Any way you listen to the podcast, we appreciate you. Buzz 2 as well, even though you know. We have so much programming on Buzz, too, now. I usually just kind of sway people towards the online versions because... There's going to be some uh, some changes coming up here soon with our show, though. Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to be... Uh, make it pretty it'll be wacky. Fun. Yeah. It'll be fun, though. It'll be pretty wacky. But, uh, we'll, we'll have to figure out how uh, copyright works and such. Oh, yeah. It's, gonna, it's definitely going to be different, but we'll we, see how it works in 2023. Yeah, we may be adding... Uh, well, we probably we are adding video. Yeah, we're adding video. I just want to see. It would be awesome if we could play, you know, highlights and such. That would be fun. Oh yeah, I, th- I think it'll be uh, interesting uh, once once we get all the details to see exactly how we're gonna do it. But yeah, it's gonna be fun in twenty twenty three. I'm looking forward to it. But right now, are you ready for this, Christian? Yes. Are you sure you're ready for this? I am ready. All right, let's see. It's time for what organization is this athlete associated with? I gotta see. Okay, okay. Last week, we did something very well, similar. Or last almost show. Almost four weeks ago. Yeah, let me not say that. Well, it wasn't that long ago. It, it was, was the uh, first. No, it was the eighth. Oh, it was? Yeah, we had a show on the eighth. Okay, so yeah. three weeks ago. Yeah, it hasn't been that long. See, that's why. Because I looked and saw. I was like, yeah, it was the eighth, so it wasn't too bad. Okay, that's that, not as bad. Still three it. weeks. No, it's still three weeks. Yeah. But uh, let's see. Last show, we talked about, I guess it was Joel had that 59-point game around that time. Right. And we, and we talked about players with multiple 60-point games. Yep. Okay, Christian. There are 13 active players since Luka just had his 60-point game, which was a fantastic performance. There are 13 active players with at least one 60-point game. 60-point game. Now, I'm going to scratch out, you know, I'm going I'm to say 12. We're going to scratch out Devin Booker. He has 70. So yeah. these 12 players have scored anywhere between 60 in 62, actually. It's funny yeah, how it's a big so like that. Active. Obviously, players. James Harden. So, yes, James Harden. Are we scratching out Luca and Joel because they've already been mentioned? Yeah, I'll go ahead and do that. Well, technically, Joel didn't get it because he had 59. Oh, you're right. Yeah. He didn't have so, 60. But, yes, we'll scratch out Luca. We'll scratch out James, who had two 60 point games and two 61 point games. Yeah, the first player to ever have a 60 point triple double. That dude was going ham. Yeah. Um, 
active players. I'm trying to make it easy on you. Which one is active? Kyrie. Okay, yes. Carl Anthony Towns. Yes, sir. 60. Both 60. last year. Uh, LeBron James. LeBron James, 61. Active players to have active 60. players. I think Anthony Davis had 58. I think yes. that was his career high. He did not have 60. You have one, um, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Did Jokic have a 60? He did not. Pretty sure it was in the high 50s as yeah. well. Kevin Durant has never had 60. He has not, which is quite amazing. Russell actually. Westbrook has had – he hasn't he had 60. Not I think 50s. he had a 58. Mm-hmm. See, that's what I'm saying. It's so crazy because you think so many players have hit that mark, but no, not as many as you think. All right, so <laughs> how many we got left now? You have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Wow, that's a lot. One, two, three, four, five, six. No, just seven, just seven, just seven. Okay, that's yes. a lot. Seven still. players left. But I'll tell you this right now. One, two, three, four of these guys have hit that 60 mark. Five of these guys. But you only have one player left who's had multiple 60-point games. Okay, this guy's had multiple 60-point games. Yes. Ooh. Active. Wow, this is a lot harder. Oh, let me look at the let me look at the standings, and then I can probably think about it. We've already established that this guy with the multiple 60-point games is the best player in his franchise. Oh, Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard. So he has a couple of 61-point games, also had a 60-point game. And you have one, two, three, four, five, six players left, even though... Steph? Yes, Steph. 62-point game. Um... Um... My music go. I guess I don't have it because it's... Go. I bet I can bring it back. Man, this though. is tough. This is tougher than I thought it would be. I, hey, but see, that's the thing. It's it's like it's funny because that sixty point mark, which I actually forgot a couple of these guys got it. But then you look and say, like, oh yeah, they did have that game where they were just balling out of control. Want me to tell you the one that's he's an active player even though he's not on a roster. He had a sixty two point Carmelo. Game. Carmelo Anthony. Man, that, yes. <laughs> but hey, he's still active per se. All right, so the there's three guys left and they're all still in the league right now. Uh four guys left. Four guys left and they're still all in the league right now. Yes. Um man, this is way harder. My, my brain is not working. I'm gonna give should. you a, an easy clue. Charlotte. We just talked about two players who Charlotte drafted that are actually doing something. Kimball Walker. Kimball Walker. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? The 60 piece from Kimball Walker. That was, um, wow. What was that? I'm trying to see. What was that 60 piece? I don't remember, I but remember. I do kind of remember it happening. I'm like, Kimball Walker got yeah, 60. I, I never would have guessed Kimball Walker. I know you wouldn't have. All right, we got a couple more. Are these oh, people, more. okay, are they relevant still? Yes. All right, because mm-hmm. Kimball Walker is not relevant. No, anymore. he's not. Like, But these three right here. These guys are relevant. Some people say he's not the same as he once was. A lot of younger players seem to say that, and it's really getting on my nerves. Clay? Clay Thompson, 60-piece. Two players left. One of these guys is having an NBA MVP-type season. Jason, no. Yeah, go ahead. Jason Tatum has had 60. Jason Tatum had a 60-piece. When did it happen? Dude, look it up. He had a 60-piece. <laughs> when did it happen? I can't, I can't remember the date. But no, he had a 60-piece. Wow. He's only like 24 years old. Yeah, he had that 60-piece. And the last but not least, 
he's very loyal to his team and franchise. <laughs> Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal with the final. I almost guessed him, but I'm like, when did he score 60? I, I forget about these things. Yeah, because he's really good. But yeah, I, I, after uh, um, who was that dude just got 60? Yes, Luca. After Luca just got his uh 60 piece, I'm just kind of going down the rabbit hole of 60 point games. I'm like, man, that's crazy to think because. As good as some of these players are, it doesn't happen as often as you think. Not 60, nope. 50, yes. Yeah, but, 50 happens. I wouldn't say regularly, but it happens Yes, a few times a year at least. It, it does. All right, here we go. Alley-oops and flagrant fouls. All right, I guess I'll go ahead and give mine real quick. You already gave uh, one of my alley-oops. Goes to, I mean, Luca, obviously. Yeah. The, the whole zero and... 13,884 is just insane and then for them to pull off a win. Also, second alley oop goes to Aaron Gordon's dunk. It's fantastic. Amazing, yeah. are, are we saying dunk of the year right now? It didn't count. It, I don't even care. Dunk it, of the it year. It should be. Yes, it should be. <laughs> That's so garbage. That dunk of the year. So, but it's like I there it just needs to be a rule that if somebody gets postered like that, it doesn't matter. It's not an offensive foul. They're always robbing Aaron Gordon, man. What's going on? You can't on? let him have anything, man. Jeez, goodness. All right, and my flagrant goes to the LA Lakers. <laughs> I, I just had to give it to us because it's it's just it's bad. Now we like I said, we won a couple games here and there, but for us to be as bad as we are and for LeBron to be playing as well as he is, it's it's kind of a joke now. Because yeah, it's pretty bad. Because every time you turn around, he's having a great game, performing fantastically, highlight here, highlight there, we lost by 10. So it's like, yeah. Flagrant goes to us. Uh, not necessarily an alley-oop, but I did want to mention um, there is a stat related to LeBron James. Josh Giddy became the second fastest player ever to reach 1,000 points, 500 rebounds, 500 assists to LeBron James. LeBron James. Wow. Josh Giddy doing it like that? I guess so. Okay. He didn't score nearly as much as LeBron James. But, but still. He gets the other things. Um I did want to give an alley-oop to uh, basically this, just the product of the NBA, the stars of the NBA. It seems like every night there's something crazy happening, whether it be uh, Jokic getting like 42 points, 27 rebounds, and 15 assists or whatever, or, or him having like back-to-back 40-point triple-doubles. Oh, yes. Um, To Luka Doncic, to, uh, you know... It seems every night somebody's doing something crazy. It is something magical happening in the league all the time, every time you turn around. Yeah, it's fun. And then uh, flagrant foul, I'm going to give it to like the people always compare the NFL to the NBA and stuff like that. There's not a comparison. Like, but, but why? I don't know why. It's like they were talking about the NBA Christmas games because NFL has now moved into the Christmas they they have games on Christmas now. Yeah, they're like, oh, they're gonna kill the NBA in ratings. It's like, who cares? But well, but see, obviously the, the NFL is gonna win in ratings because, well, it's the most popular sport in America. Yeah, and also, I don't know if people realize this. A lot of old people watch football. Yeah, I mean they do. And there's nothing against it. I watch football too. Yeah, uh, I'm not saying it's an old person sport, but. but when those games are broadcast on channels such as Fox, CBS, um, NBC, mm-hmm. people are watching it on actual television versus I bet a vast majority of NBA watchers stream the games. Oh, yeah. You know that. Because it is a younger person's sport. Yeah. So, I mean. So, it- the, the ratings are skewed to begin with. I'm not saying that they would compete with the NFL if they if the ratings were accurate, but it's a, it's stupid because... The NBA on Christmas was much more entertaining than the NFL on Christmas. Oh, yes. I watched 
parts of both. Yeah. I'm just saying, the NBA this year has been better than the NFL this year, and I like both products. I look at it like this. If you're going to watch one or the other, the other one shouldn't affect you at all. You know yeah, what I mean? who cares? So it's like if if you want to say, oh, yeah, this is doing so, that's, that's fine. But I promise you, you're not going to stop anybody from watching the NBA games because the NFL games are on. Like it's No, yeah. if they want to watch the NBA, they'll watch the NBA. Yes. If you want to watch the NFL, watch the NFL. I don't care. Yeah. I watch both. I like both. But yeah. uh, the NFL this year's primetime games have stunk. I'm just, I'm just saying. You, you mean to tell me those Amazon Prime games haven't been like the best quality product that you've been watching? It's like every time I, I can't turn tell around. you how many times, <laughs> just horrible primetime games over and over. I'm yeah. just, I just, it wasn't a great season for the NFL. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah, and it's been a great season for the NBA. So you far. bet it has. You know, you know, I love it. Well, that's how we feel around these parts. That's just, that's just the nature of the beast. Okay, wait, you got the original right here? Right. Dude. Not not the Drake sample who pretty much just took the entire beat from uh He this did. Kid. You know what? I'm, I'm gonna use that. Yeah. I, I, I really like the original of this one. What's the kid's name again? Masika. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is the. Uh, it was a Beatles song, but they nice. kind of you know did some stuff to it. Oh yeah, tweaked it. It's a perfect vibe to vibe off to. Well, Christian, it's been a fantastic 2022. Man. It has. So let's uh let's try to do another show before three weeks are up. That's the plan. You never know what's going to happen in this building. No, it's fine. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. We're going to get them in. But thank y'all so much for tuning in. Enjoy your New Year's Eve and day. And we'll talk to you next year on Double Tech. I know you see it, girl. This ain't sitting real good through my soul. Everywhere this little girl goes, she pick up another obstacle. She was my heart. I don't know the tribe or the fall. By default, she don't think of me.